and welcome back to Let's Have a Drink. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this week is another fun week where Ryan and I are just going to chat. Uh, we have lots of stuff to update you guys on uh, yeah. in terms of life and, and fall and and uh, oh. gatherings, lots of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're just going to kick it off and get to it. I hope you guys are excited. I um, hope you guys have been keeping busy as well. Ryan, how are you? Um, you know what? Uh, I'm okay. I didn't have a half bad day today. Nice. I think a lot of the things that have been stressing me out the most lately have sort of calmed down, but then now I've got other stuff I'm worried about. I don't know. It was an okay day and I'll just take it, you know, it was good. True, true. Yeah. How yeah. are you? I'm good. Well, I mean, well, I was making, actually asking kind of in general, like how have you been through the last week? Oh. Since we've recorded. That's kind of um, how I like to do these things is like. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Sometimes I just think on a daily basis because it, it can so drastically turn. True. I think overall in the week, pretty good. Cool. Cool. What you are you know, drinking today? Um, I am enjoying a lovely gin, gin smash. Mm-hmm. Um, just the original version. Nothing too fancy. Just your citrus and, and gin and tonic and everything. Gotcha. And, we were out uh, with my family this weekend and I found out they all love gin smashes as yeah. well. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting, but also yeah. not surprising at all. Family that, you know. Family has... that loves gin smashes together, stays together. Exactly. So, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. Guys, speaking of. Sorry. Speaking, speaking of, of seeing your family. Yes, we saw my family. See, seeing our both of our families. Yes, uh, we did indeed see, get time with both of our families this weekend, uh, which yeah. is fantastic. I love weekends like that, yeah. honestly. Keeps us busy. Keeps our minds kind of going and our bodies active. Exactly. but And I think after like so many months of not really being able to, you know, visit as much as we like other than we, I mean, we saw your mom for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's nice to be able to kind of have those like gatherings together now. Um, don't worry, everybody. We kept it under the cap of what is now in place in Ontario. Yeah, um, we, did, we did have a little <laughs> bit of a snag in there, but. Yeah, but otherwise I think it was nice to be able to kind of, you know, get together with everybody um and really kind of like touch base and and see and spend some time so and i think for me it was nice to be able to do that as well as like knowing i had you know i usually with my job like i don't usually get full weekends off true let alone specific days of the weekend off just because of what you know i have to do in my job Uh um so it was nice to be able to kind of know that like i didn't have to get up super early on sunday and then we just had a chill day and you know we're on the road and blah 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 yeah it, Even it was because nice. we're on the road a lot, which is what we are. kind of balances the like the entire weekend of being busy and doing all these things. Is like we had like basically an hour, hour and a half of just sitting and relaxing and talking. Yeah, we get to like actually hang out and catch up, which is mm-hmm. nice, mm-hmm. or just have like chats about random stuff or get our week organized or something. Yeah, you know? well, especially when we get like when we had uh, my brother in there, Brett. Like it's easy just to converse and and be yeah. around and you know do that, 100%. which is cool. Well, especially because we only see him for you know bits at a time, right? So that's also nice, like catch well, yeah. up time for you guys and you know being able to. I know at one point it was actually kind of nice. You know, uh, everybody was like catching up in the car, trading stories, blah blah blah, and then you turned on the like audio version, like the Spotify oh, audio um, tracks of Adam Sandler's like comedy um, special that he put out in the last little little while. Um, and that was nice. We all just kind of like listened and laughed. And every so often we'd have like a bit of a conversation based off of something that he might have said or somebody thought or of. Somebody, and yeah, exactly. It was nice. Yeah, it's good to have that. Like I love Adam. I love that Adam Sandler special. And I wish like everybody in the world has heard it. But I can recite. I was just so going to say, guys, jokes. he doesn't just like enjoy watching it. He has I've memorized. To it. I, I used to listen to it at work. I've, I've watched it three times. You know, I, I it's, it's a really good special in my yeah. opinion. And we'll get more on that conversation. Um, but... 
You know what? I kind of just want to get, we, we have a lot to talk about. We I do. have a lot of questions to ask. Yeah. You get some uh, conversation going because I know that's what our guests love. Absolutely. I know they're looking forward uh, to this episode like we are. So let's roll this mother trucking intro and get this episode started. And do it. Let's have it. And stop it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the look you gave me, I was like, I don't know. It was just what was in my heart, okay? <laughs> like, I know, like, I usually do, like, the first outro, and then you do, like, the piece, or, like, the roll it, yeah. or we kind of go back. And I just didn't want to say roll it today. Just do it. Yeah, it was what, like, eh. you know? <laughs> I was like, that was kind of cringy. And you're like, um, absolutely never again. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, guys, I wanted to kick this thing off and get this episode started. We did a giveaway. We did a giveaway. If you're listening to this episode uh, around the time it comes out, you guys will know that we did a, a giveaway recently. Yeah. We did. We gave away two of our t-shirts. Yeah. Which our is really exciting. Our first round of t-shirts. Our first round of t-shirts. Um, again, thank you to your your nanny Sue, um, who's a who's a very active listener to the podcast. She is probably out in that in that process. But anyways, we got two t-shirts to give away. Yeah. And we picked our winners. We had Dylan Fauzier and Brad Johnstone, two of my close friends. Yeah. Um, to also active listeners to the podcast, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Um, and they participated in the, the giveaway and yeah. they totally deserve those shirts. And Absolutely. I'm, and I'm so happy we, we yeah. got to congrats people. guys. We appreciate you. Um, and we're very excited to be able to, you know, get that rolling for you. Yeah. I do think we're going to do, uh, try to attempt more giveaways in the future. Yes. That one was definitely a good trial run to see how it would react with our audience. Yeah, um, for sure. Definitely kind of still low tier in terms of what we expected for numbers, but yeah. a very good yeah. number of people I think time participated. As, yeah, I think as time goes on and we have different versions of things, um, more people will start to kind of, you know, be like, oh, yeah. Um, but I think for our first round of, of all that kind of stuff, I think that was really great. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited for the winners. They are totally, you know up there as far as um su- like supportive and th- i'm totally excited to have them you know rock, rock the merch and merch. rep it and tell people yeah. about it so especially reliable people like that you know you'd yeah. love to see good people rock mm. and merch so yeah we got uh, those t-shirts going to them and again congrats yeah um other than that we discussed prior to the intro that we did a busy weekend um got to see some family how did you enjoy seeing my family and like your family because you met some more family this weekend yeah i think for me i had a chance to i mean i met like a little bit more of your family but i had a chance to kind of like bond with family i'd only seen maybe once maybe twice Mm -hmm. um um like usually over the course of a year so you know a handful of times over the last couple years uh so i think that was nice um i mean you know not necessarily the, you know, circumstances is the reason behind it. Right. But I think it was nice. Um, the fact that like your cousins from Alberta were out like that um, was really great, too, because, again, we really only see them, you know, once, maybe twice a year if they're able to make the trip. So, yeah. Well, I um, mean, together, we don't see them like that every once or twice a year. We yeah. See, we've seen them uh, more often recently um, because they've been around and they've, they've wanted to come, but come like down. But like separately. But like we saw like. You saw my Aunt Marie uh, twice this year now, and you yep. met my Uncle Bob, and I think you just met Aunt Marie this year. 
But at the end of the day, like, you don't see her nearly as often as that. No. Like, you never would have the, other than this year. Yeah. Um, and then you you met uh, Jasmine and whatnot. So shout out yeah. to them, uh, by the way. Yeah. Um, great people. Great family. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we get to see them a little bit more. And uh, I mean, my my close immediate family with my brothers and my mom and stuff too. It's good to see them. I oh, I always enjoy seeing them. Yeah. Um, and like knowing that we, you know, especially in the last, um, kind of bit of like over the summer and until and we definitely have had kind of more opportunities to really plan out and see them a lot more often, which has been right. nice. Um. But because that kind of went to the wayside once everybody back to went back to work, it's been nice to kind of be able to catch up with them whenever possible and and have little visits and stuff so yeah no i i totally agree with that um it's been good i, I you were chatting a lot this time around too i yeah. saw you were kind of more yeah. off to the side yeah. converse conversing with with them which is yeah. good i like yeah. to see it because i know it's like you're still pretty new to that to that game yeah so. I, st- I still feel like you know the newbie so um it's nice to kind of have a little bit more like bonding and being able to like you know update about life and blah 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 so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah Really, really, really great. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, well, uh, did I have? Oh, yeah. Speaking of seeing the family. Yeah. I also, most of the time when you get to see your family. Yeah. I, I tried, not try, but I, I catch myself in situations where I can kind of talk to some of them one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to your sister a little bit more. Cause, yeah, and I like we that. she She seems really friendly with me. Yeah. I think she like enjoys just saying and like actually conversing. Yeah. So um, I found out that she's a, she's a drama kid like us. Yeah. She loves it. Yep. And that is exciting for me. How does and that it's make... It's been a while. Yeah. How, yeah I was going to say, I didn't, I, and I'm surprised so, I never realized well, it. Well, she's always really, really, really like loved it. And when she was younger and I was like visiting with them a lot when I first started school, mm-hmm. um, she like that's been a regular thing that she's always done. It's always been outside of school. Right. And... So it, it's it, she. It was like regular classes. She would go. They would spend all this time. That would be like a full on kind of like recital, you know, performance right. thing. Um, and she's always had like you know had a lot of fun doing it. Had some like fairly substantial stuff to do within it. And yeah, anytime I visited, we'd always like chat about that kind of thing. Um, and knowing how much I loved drama and and you know the musical theater and stuff like that growing up for me through grade school and then doing it in high school um that was always something that you know we had chatted on and bonded on and especially because I don't see them that often it's just like the little things that you can have a conversation and update with is really nice so I'm glad that you guys are able to get because I caught yeah. the tail end of that yeah I'm really glad you guys got onto that subject we're able to talk about it because I yeah. I kind of knew that'd be something you'd be able to relate on so yeah well it's it's kind of still weird uh, or hard for me like I'm I, I'm a good conversationalist. I feel like I can like really pull questions and answers out of people. Yeah. But like for her, it's like she gives, she's still very like shorted answers. Yeah. So it's like, I she's can't. She's not like, she doesn't prompt her She doesn't want to go into detail context. about her stuff because yeah. she's like, why would she? Right. Yeah. So um, I'm like, I feel like I was asking similar questions like over and over, which is fine because because you have to. Yeah. It's almost like you have to ask the same question, but reworded. Because and then it continues yeah. conversation. What are you looking at? Sorry, I just I just okay. the angle I'm at looking at one of the um, decorations we have. I was just kind of do the decor- decorations make you jump, like a little bit? Because no. like there's been times where like that ghost one, I don't like. It's kind of like hanging out. <laughs> Not like it doesn't scare me. Listen, it doesn't oh, scare me. But okay. because like it's hanging out, that like yeah. if it's late at night and I go get some water, yeah, I don't expect an object to be there oh. and also hanging from the side. I think like overlap, like overlap. No, I get what you're saying. I think the only thing that made me jump the other night was I reached for the um, light switch on the one wall between like the kitchen and where the bathroom door is, and I wasn't I expecting it to be. Thing. I was expecting it to be a lot closer, and then I just hit the paper of like the the 
web that it, with the spider that I have up. And it wasn't even like, I didn't even put together. I'm like, oh, spiders there. Like, ah. Because normally I'd freak the F out. Right. But I was just more kind of like, oh, sh-. like I wasn't expecting something to be on the wall. I'm like, right. geez, where is this light switch? Yeah. Um, so I think that was the only thing that kind of messed me up because I wasn't expecting something it's, to it's be funny. on the wall. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, me being a drama kid too, like hearing that from from someone like family yeah. who's growing up in that is just great. It's oh, just absolutely. So great. Yeah, I, I always enjoy talking to her about it. I don't know. It's tough. Like, I don't see them that often and especially her. And I think uh, from the time that like times that I don't see them, she's been changing so much lately. Right. That it's it's kind of tough to to keep up. And um, kind of find those like small bits of conversation. Plus, yeah, you're right. It is kind of like pulling teeth conversation out of her. She's funny like that. When she was younger, once we she got more comfortable around me, she would just like chatter on and on about you know right. this and that that she liked. And it's like you know you can keep doing that. Like I want to have a conversation with you. So like tell me about things. Yeah. But I just have to keep. Yeah. Well, questions. it's because she's probably talked so much with her friends, and so like talking yeah. with like yeah. she doesn't want to repeat herself like every five minutes. Yeah, so. that's fair. That's totally fair. That's how I grew up. Like it's like it's shy seeing family that you don't see often, and like. It's, it's one of those yeah things. plus i know that yeah that's the thing too is family you don't see often i know me as it i mean she's like just heading into being a teenager and i was the same way right like i was a really reserved kid and then on top of that plus like i was just used to people like picking on me and i know i have a very like jokey family on that side so it's one of those you know you're either making the jokes or you're the butt of the joke yeah so well, i feel yeah, like I mean, she's kind of yeah, her at her age she's exactly same as everybody else even us yeah it's like you see family every now and then and it's great to converse but you don't know what to say you don't know how to talk to an adult because we're adults yeah. now and you, you and don't you know you how never, to talk to which an adult is so like weird that. to me because i don't think of myself that way so i'm just like dude just talk to me like why do you why are you seem like you're kind of like all shy about like exactly well like i'm not going to be interested i'm asking you questions for a reason but i get it i've been there i was there so yeah. it's totally fine like i don't mind kind of putting in that um effort i just i and i appreciate that like i'm really glad that you guys were able to have a conversation that's, yeah, that's awesome cool. i love that do you have any recordings of like old uh stuff that you used to do like drama yeah. stuff okay yeah i kind of um, want my s- nanny has a lot of it okay cool i wanted to i just thought about this now but i i would love to like because i still have my recording but i yeah. don't know i don't I, I don't know if i was even good like i had to have been some level of you I've know, been told I was good, but I'm also like, yeah, but like they're probably also thinking for that age. I'm like, I don't know if I'd be actually I mean. good at it anymore. I was like grade 12, grade 13. I'm like, I got to be good to do it in high school and get like a good role like that. But, but was I good in terms of like, could I, if I stuck with it, could I have made something? Like yeah, that's where I always think. That's yeah. I, I wonder too, if I had actually like taken the time to do it in my spare time in university, would I have kept with it? Would I have gotten better? Would I have actually been right. good enough compared to the other people who do it at university yeah. who might just be like extra great at it? Um, I wonder sometimes like if I ever was the, had the opportunity to get back into things like acting or any sort of like musical theater of some sort, like would I be as good as I thought? that i was at it but you know Um, also like the the like the musical theater kid persona like where you just do extravagant like jumps and like moves and you're just like you i remember that tiktok i used to show you and it was like how uh how like musical theater kids ride the train and it's like a very like yeah like apparent action scene kind of thing it's i feel like i was one of those where it's like my moves voices and like things that i did were very much i'm on a stage doing a play when i not act 
acting. You know what's really funny? Now that you think, I, I kind of embody that kind of like extra like pizzazz. Whenever I feel like super confident or comfortable in a situation, I feel like I'm doing some like extra performing. Right. Or whenever I'm doing like an orientation with like new people at work, new hires, I'm always like, I've got a little bit extra like spunk. Right. And and then I like finish the orientation and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, like back to regular work. And I'm like, what the yeah. hell was if, that? Yeah, if because ever... honestly, unless I'm talking about something I like, they will never ever see that enthusiasm from me. I think and what that it, kind of like off the cuff what it completely quickness. is is um, the the eyes of an audience or the engagement of uh, an any size audience. We're just that's the most like dramatic, even if it's my close people. friends. If I have all of my friends' eyes or engagement on me, and I'm like, if I'm telling a joke or a story, yeah. I need to make, I need to hit every single yeah. like line and and action and. Uh, emphasis on these things as possible. Yeah. Like I would, like I was be on stage. It's yeah, kind of funny that way. For sure. But, uh, but yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I do like the conversations we have. Plus yeah. Transformers was on, which is always the best thing. <laughs> I was like, nice. Transformers. I mean, it was the third I one. I really wanted to watch it. It was the third one. I, it's fine. I didn't have That's to. That's a good one. Third one's a good one. It's all right. F off. Okay. Don't make fun of Transformers. I'm not. Well, actually first a really one. intense one too. I'm pretty sure Optimus Prime dies in that one. Spoiler alert. Jeez. Yikes. Somebody I dies think I hit, I, guys, I think I struck a chord with yeah, him man. just I mean, now. Get Transformers ain't nothing to talk shit about. It's going to get real awkward. And real weird, intense. Real quick. Anywho, um, what else have we been up to? So anyways, do you have any more questions? Do you have questions for um, me? I do have a question because we were yeah. talking in the car earlier tonight about work and you were asking me, you know, you know how things have been. And I know we've, we've discussed before like how, you know, things for me have changed in my job and then in my like actual, like my duties as well. <laughs> oh my god Sorry. you can't that's <laughs> no, you can't i literally no i literally had this conversation was it with you there was something about like how like if someone says duty and it still makes you laugh I'm it probably sure. was with me but like i Anyways. don't i don't instinctly laugh you instinctly laughed there no i didn't like i, I, think I, I paused like, and thought about sometimes it sometimes i'm like yeah but like this is a conversation okay anyways right. but so the the ta- my duties and the tasks that i have to do um has you know changed recently and and all that kind of stuff but um sometimes i like don't think about it until like you and i have a conversation with um with you for work when it comes to days where you know, things are a little harder to like troubleshoot through or you run into problems where, um, you know, you kind of have to like wait things out a little bit so you get to do stuff and it's stressful. Do you find that it's more stressful when you're at home or when you've been in the office? Um, definitely more stressful in the office. Okay. Because, cause, cause if you're, cause when it comes to me, you know, running into problems or troubleshooting things or just hitting a roadblock, I'm immediately like, grabbing the trying to get like somebody else's help and then they're in this loop of like trying to help me and stressing out as well and then it feels like if there's ever a big issue there's just multiple like we have to run around to these different people and like everyone's running around like with their with their stress building up of like let's fix this problem yeah whereas if we just get on a video call it's not as stressful you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. feel it doesn't feel as intense on a video call than okay. like running around the office. Yeah, that's fair. I definitely prefer like interacting over like over uh, online for sure. Oh, well, that's fair. Like and, I know with you, it's probably the same. Like, there's no change in what how you guys. I mean, think. I find that I'd almost rather be in the store troubleshooting something when someone asks a question about it because I can visualize better where everything is. Or sometimes I have to go through the motions of actually being in that environment. Right. Um, or I have it's this weird situation where like. I feel like I can help, but I'm I'm too far. I'm not there to do anything about it. Right. Um, 
I guess, okay, that's a good point because one thing that... Because I have a more hands-on. I am too because when my family asks me to like tech questions, I'm like, I can't help you without being there with your device. It's that same frustration. I 100% it's get that. It's that same frustration. Whereas um, in the office for me, like if I had problems, I could have somebody come over to my desk, grab my mouse and keyboard and like fix it for me. Mm-hmm. I don't have that here and I prefer not to have it. So you kind of have to force yourself to get into the house. I have to do the steps to learn. They, they can but tell that's me, good the, exact, though, because you'll they can learn tell it me the exact steps like yeah. one by one. But it's that muscle memory though. Once you've done it, you'll know. Which eh, I think, it's not no? so much muscle memory because you don't do it for hours and hours a day that's fair but i would think that it would almost like kind of absorb better with the fact that you have to do the motions of this is where this is found this is where i click this yeah um as far as like uh i guess i guess that is kind of like a an obvious question though because i even in the sense of like you know a different way to distract yourself or to do something different or be able to step away you can kind of do that better and detach yourself when you're at home to like pick up the guitar or something or go do, do a chore really quickly rather than just be like at the office yeah i mean there is there is a lot of water cooler chat I can get up and go to like a vet and be like, hey, like I have some social squad questions or I can go to JP or, or Saad and be like, hey, what are you up to? Like, you know, it's it's very simple that way. Yeah. Um, but I feel trapped, more so trapped there because I'm like, I have limited things to do. Whereas here, I'm like, I could quickly watch a 20 minute video and not get slapped on the wrist for it. Like, mm-hmm. or like, you know, eyes beating on me. It's like, I can do that with a little bit of freedom. And, you know, same thing, play guitar, do some tours, yeah. whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's... I still am very much comfortable working from home. Yeah. Like, I don't, that hasn't really changed too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also noticed you're taking a lot of work home with you. Yeah. Whenever you need to. I, or feel it, like you I, need I to. normally, believe me, I normally try not to. Um, but there's just been, um, you know, times the past couple of weeks that um things have kind of just like compounded a little bit and and just to it's and it's not like I've been asked to do it like I full-on just have done it myself like no problems not even complaining about it not mad about it um it's just one of the situations where like I know that like I can get it done efficiently I just didn't have an like you know have the time Mm, then and mm -hmm. there um that I'm I'm happy to do it because I know it needs to get done it's just my own personal thing like I want to make sure it, it gets done or taken care of or at least more than it would have been you know, previously. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's just in, and, and, you know, um, I, especially now that things have like calmed down a little bit as far as like manager stuff wise. Um, I, I definitely want to try and not do that as much. Um, it's just been, I've kind of felt like an extra like load of, of work and responsibility and, and, and well, time management. So yesterday you had a shorter day of an actual shift of what you're used to. Yeah. See, this is the thing though. If you think about it, the days there is, far and fair like far and few in between of days that i've worked extra hours other than like the release days where yeah. i have to stay up late on a sunday yeah. night if you take into account those kind of days where i work my nine to five eight hours and yeah. i still have to do extra work outside of those hours uh, or on top of those huh. you have a similar situation like you do your you know you have a lot of hours in the week but sometimes you do gotta take some stuff home yep like, it happens to me, too. Yep. I can just manage it a little bit better because it doesn't look like I'm in the office. If I'm playing video games and I have to do, I have to pull up an email. Yep. And it takes me a half hour. Like, it looks like I'm, you know, just on my computer. Whereas I clearly know that you're working out of, uh, like, on work work. Mm. It, it's kind of different, but. Yeah. But I get, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, that's good. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I just, you know, it, it's, it's gonna, it's gotta get done either way. And, like, I don't mind. Um, speaking of work, though. Yeah. We talked about a lot about, um, I guess, seeing things going back into lockdown. 
and how we, we, have. we both think that it's very likely. I don't for know. On, I, for Ontario. I was I was talking I was talking Niagara. to a few people at work about it and they are convinced that at some point they're going to roll things back again. Um to and and I think they will as well. I just to assert, I'm just not sure to which extent it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um because with the kind of the crackdown of the gatherings I don't know if then they're going to try and kind of put increased limitations. Um, we might, you know, kind of be forced to retreat back on certain like capacity restrictions or, you know, things with our fitting rooms and stuff like that. Or the right. company might decide to do some things depending on what they've noticed with, you know, other other, other stores and things well, like yeah. that. Um, my my uh, suspicion, too, is that some malls were already trying extended hours to see how things are going. But now with kind of... The uptaking cases and the restrictions that were put on gatherings, I'm feeling they're kind of going to take the cue of that and not really change the mall hours anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know what a holiday season is going to look like at this point. Very true. Because it, the way things were doing okay and pretty well plateauing and then stuff spiked again and then it's only it we're only going to get into a area of time where people are probably going to be indoors with each other more. For sure. So sure. what is that going to look like for us? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. And and I think that's the thing is, you know, I mentioned earlier with some other stressors going on. That's what's kind of been on my mind. Yeah. And and we've already had conversations on a personal level. For sure. And I'm honestly not worried about that aspect. My thing is I'm stressed out about the uncertainty of it. Because yeah. Because it's always a possibility. But we don't know to what extent it's going to happen yeah. or when it's going to happen. And I just want to be happen. able to know. Whereas like, sorry, guys, I'm going to sneeze in a second. I'm just going to be real right now. It feels like pepper up my nose. Yeah, I feel like I have a nose whistle myself. <laughs> nice. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, she called that one. Good yeah, job. I really did. I felt it building up and I didn't yeah. want to sneeze directly into the ones. microphone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, it, it, I think that's been the bugging, bugging me the most the last like week or so is everyone keeps bringing this like idea right. up and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Um, on one hand, I definitely don't think that they're going to roll things back, um, super far to the point that it'll greatly affect any businesses that have been able to open back up because they might not survive unless something else gets put in place. Yeah. And I really don't think that, you know being able to do an extent to a serve all over again for yeah. an extended period of time, depending on what they decide to do public health wise. That's not something that's affordable for the country either. So it's, it's a touch and go situation and some areas of the country are doing better than others. So is this now going to be a by province situation, but then how is that going to work well, financially? It it's been, it's been by province like for a long, long time. Doug Ford's been doing uh, his thing for Ontario for a while, but no, I understand that, but there was like a full on shutdown everywhere. Right. Yeah. So, it definitely is going to be by province, but like, what is what is it going to look like for Ontario specifically? Uh-huh. Well, for context for people, the um, the number of daily cases of COVID for Ontario uh, was just about at the same level of uh, as we were at the beginning of June, uh, just this week. So, uh, if you think about where we were in June, that's okay. similarly where we should be right now in terms of a lockdown, which means we should probably be in like a phase one, phase two situation. I believe it'll go back farther than that because they're still continuing to rise. So one of two things, though, is if we're if we're, you could look at it in one way is hopefully whatever restrictions they've put on, give it a couple of weeks. And honestly, we've been a lot other than like a few certain times and mostly on the weekends. We've been pretty quiet at the malls now during the week because of everybody's routines of like, you know, work and online school yeah. um, and or being at school. 
Or just not wanting to go to the mall, for sure. Yeah, or, you know, that's who they things. don't want to, you know, be out and exposing themselves, right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, if, if we were if we're at now where we're at the beginning of June, one of two things will happen is A, like you said, it'll get worse. Or B, think about it, a couple weeks after the start of June, people started going back. Right. So either it's going to get better or it's going to get well, much, much worse because, because schools are now open. Like there's a bunch of schools shut down in Brampton right now. But like this is my thing is they did the same thing. Ontario's done the same thing since the beginning is they're, they're, they they increase the number of cases for anticipation. Like they they increase a bunch of like the they cases round back. They quite a bit. They round up because they're like, oh, we're anticipating this many numbers, but we're getting these cases now and we got them last week and the week before and like the first or second week of kids being back at school. I'm like, this, like, why are we getting this number of cases where the symptoms still take two weeks to appear? Like, is that not a thing anymore? I don't know. That's my no, biggest thing. No, it still is a thing. That's what I'm saying. So, um, so how, I we, think how are what, we saying a happening... week after kids are back in school, oh, it's, the kids being back in school what is it... not the good thing. Cases are rising. Well, what we don't I... know yet. Well, yeah. So what I have a feeling is happening too is it's not just like elementary schools that probably would have only been in the last week or so, but... Um, I mean, obviously a bunch of the elementary schools have shut down, but I have a feeling that it's also going to be a combination of, you know, some of the, some of the cities that had some bigger case issues are university and college towns because people have now, you know, they already signed on to student homes or they've nowhere else to go, but the city that they're going to school on people there's so there's more people flocking to the city coming in from different areas that might have had a higher rate of exposure or they're also now all commingling commingling together because of roommates um their jobs and then being roommates and then even you know somebody has a party and you know somebody's not paying attention to what they're doing and then you know it goes from there so i kind of feel like it should be more apparent of where uh the the most cases are coming from because it feels like i don't have any knowledge i'm like what like, yeah, what you just said. Yeah. You know, it's coming from these kids being back Well, Western's had a bunch of cases break out. Um, but, Ottawa's- like, when it comes to Ontario's cases, where is, like, what cities and, you know, situations are giving the most? Because you're at a high-risk job. Yeah. And yet, I don't hear much about Niagara's cases or cases coming from the mall or cases got, court cases at your work. I'm like, what's this, you know, what's well, going we on Well, we've had nothing come up for work um, only because people who think they might have potentially been exposed ha- um, have not come in mm-hmm. um from deciding to get tested to, until they get the results yeah but you um, you, had, you don't have anybody at work who has who like got covid right no exactly not, not so since we've saying. gotten back you have a mall like a store of retail workers going there you know many days a week yeah. not getting covid well yeah so why are we saying like what like why are we blaming so much uh like on stuff like that like stuff shouldn't close down People should like. We just need restrictions on these. On like, believe me, all these I agree. I don't want to get crazy. shut down. It's just one of those things. But I don't think it's, it's just like it's, it's one of those really frustrating things too. Because like, if you know the cases start to increase again, then certain you know um, uh, precautions are still going to be kept for that much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I think as far as the pen goes, um, I could count on one hand the amount of memos that we've had um, mm-hmm. as far as exposures in other areas of the mall. Okay. Um, people oh, really? who had visited. Oh, yeah. We've had we've had memos sent from, from the... Have there been a lot of cases confirmed at the well, mall? Well, like they came to the mall and then a few days later they were a confirmed case and that's why everyone got notified. As an employee or as a like either employees or or they haven't they weren't specific they were very Uh, vague just because obviously they don't want to create panic um and it was never specifically someone who came to our store they just said another tenant um has been aware that they had someone visit or that an employee theirs or something like that 
um, who was later confirmed has been there. So they've gone uh, through all the proper like shutdown and cleaning procedures right. to then I be able to mean. open up again. So, I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's one of those things. I, I, we can't talk too much about it because it's like we don't know. Uh, but the play by ear, we've talked, yeah. like you said, personally about how we are going to react to certain things. But yeah. at the end of the day, it sucks, man. And I, I wish people <laughs> would just start taking this seriously. Because we are taking this seriously and we have been very careful and we've been very good about it. Clearly yeah. as, you know, lack of COVID cases around anything we're doing. Yeah. It's just exhausting. It is. And and it's one of those situations that it, it it's starting to like, I mean, it already annoyed me. But as time has gone on, especially because we've still been in the thick of it and people have been kind of taking things for granted. When people do dumb things or complain about the precautions put in place or... They just make offhanded remarks like or they just blatant lack of like respect for other people and how they're feeling about the situation. It makes me genuinely so mad now because it's it's like you're making it worse for everybody. And this has been like such a big stressor and I have so many associates having problems and like I've been under some stress about it and it's making certain aspects of our jobs complicated and it's just kind of like guys just take it seriously please Mm -hmm. because then you don't have to worry about all this dumb shit that you don't like yeah you know I don't know I I just it's it's still kind of odd to see uh you know just the world around us and and like it's 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 so hard to say I know so many people have dealt with family and friends getting covid yeah tested positive being okay but then also a lot of people have, have family pass away because of it yeah but like from what i've seen from the people around me everything's been a-okay and i just don't know how to react with all these other things and i'm just it's confusing it's and it's very tiring yeah just to have to like follow these restrictions so carefully yet nobody else does and now we have to go back to a lockdown situation i think so many people can relate yeah 100 percent. i feel bad for for what we're going through right now but. yeah i just it, 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 honestly like i it's it's not even you know like we can see an end in sight at this point either because of the fact that there's been an uptake exactly. so now it's kind of like hey we already thought that you know by new year's thing certain things will be in place but like beyond that now and and some places you know i'm hearing from people that like some places or people don't think these sorts of restrictions will be like you know, removed until 2022. And I'm like, oh, wonderful. Yeah. It so like how much longer do we, exactly. are we going to have to deal with like all this kind of stuff? And it, it's just so frustrating. And, and I haven't heard a lot. And maybe it's just because I'm not exposing myself to enough like news um, situations, but it's not like it, it really just feels like that we're having to ride this wave until everyone gets a herd immunity to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm hearing nothing about any sort of other options no other vaccines, than everybody no just waiting nothing. it out exactly. and becoming immune to whatever mutations could possibly happen. Yep. And then eventually everything will be fine. Exactly. It'll be like an influenza. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, and you're hundred percent right. I don't read or listen to news, so I can't, yeah. like, I don't know too much, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's stressful. Anyways, let's get off topic. I hate the topic. It sucks. We all know it. Kind of depressing. Yeah. And it's very depressing because again, if we go back to lockdown, we have no idea how long it's going to last. If it's that's gonna another last. thing it's, too. It, like we wish we could. Is but it going to be two we really weeks? Don't. Is it going to be twenty-eight days? Is it going to be really three don't. months again? And the government can't afford shit. So, anyways, no. Continuing on. Um, another, love, another, laugh. <laughs> love, laugh, love. Um, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, hope I ever. spooky season. I know we've talked about spooky it before, season. but I'm just generally so excited. The apartment's decorated. We've been watching scary we, AF as movies. You can probably tell. Yes, we haven't watched. That's thank you for the segue. You're welcome. Without even me 
having to do anything. I'm just on the page with you, man. We're watching I'm scary movies. Using my psychic powers I on the spooky season. Loki like scary movies, I think. I think it depends on the scary movie. Um I think, you know, it's definitely going to be interesting trying to convince you into certain things that I think you'll like, but because of maybe um, a cover art or description, you might be like, mm, I don't think that's a good idea. Like what? I don't know. Like name something. I don't have an offhanded example. I'm just saying in general, like, I just feel like you're, you're very picky about your stories. I think we've watched enough and you've introduced me to enough actually genuinely scary movies Yeah. that I would be okay with a lot of things. Okay. So I I'm surprised you're actually you can I feel like I feel to that. Can, can I just say something though? I feel like Absolutely not. You know what? Go ahead. Thank you. Oh for wait. The... Go ahead. I know he loves me, folks. He's smiling at me right now and laughing. I just think even though there's me a goof. you know, audible tension on the microphone. <laughs> Goofball. Um, um but I, I do feel like just from what we've watched, you're definitely um I feel like the kind of ghost story is something that kind of sets you on edge where you feel kind of a little bit more suspense to it. Yes, 100%. Because there's more opportunities for jump scares. 100%. 1 and you're million just like, oh percent. shit, what's going to be around the corner? What's going to be around the corner? What's going to be around the corner? It's like, because the camera work. It's all about the camera work yeah. in those movies. And I'm yeah. like, uh, it sucks. Yeah. Um, the only thing that like, uh, I'm okay with too is like the paranormal. Paranormal activity. I've seen them all. It's, that one's I think I've whatever. Seen first two or three and I'm like, yeah. fake. You know, yeah. things dragging a baby th- up a crib. Have you ever heard of the movie um, Sinister? Yeah, I've heard of it. Heard of it? Okay, I think you'd really like it. I don't think so. I think you would. You know what I don't like? It's what? like um, demon, like religion, like the nun and shit. Oh, like. No. Or or like possession movies? Yeah. No, possession movies are fine. Like, okay. Like paranormal activities, you know, possession, like these babies get possessed and they like, or these people get possessed. So, I don't care. So you, what? It's what just like, you... like the nun. Okay. And she's like terrifying looking and I don't want her to jump scare me. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. But like also, I mean, Inception or uh, Inc- Insidious had that too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really okay with it. But well, like it wasn't a the Shining, figure, but yeah. the best. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. I'm really glad I you like it. definitely think we haven't done any uh, top tens this season yet. No, we haven't. We should, we, do, we should do that. Yeah. We should get guests on for it too, I think. Absolutely. I, I love doing top tens with like it. other people other than just the two love of us. Because I like it. hearing that other perspective. Because sometimes I usually have a good idea about what a few on your list is going to be. And I like being yeah. pleasantly surprised like, And you think you know somebody. the top one or top three. Yeah. It's not that And it's all. not a, uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we've been enjoying that. I definitely think I'm going to um, break out some of my Nightmare on Elm Street series once October hits um, and take a few times for that. Maybe watch. I also have all four Scream movies. There's supposed to be a Scream 5 coming out. Cool. And as far as I can tell, David Arquette, who plays, um, oh, who's now Sheriff Dewey, um, Courtney Cox, who plays Gail Weathers, um, and then Nev Campbell, who plays Sidney Prescott, have cool. all been confirmed cool. to be signed on to cool. it. Um, cool. Kevin Williamson, who wrote cool. like a bunch of the movies. Cool. Um, just let me geek out a little bit here for a second. You're and geeking don't, be, don't be condescending. Uh, um, they, I have he, a question he, for he wrote, you, Okay, though. hold on. He wrote a bunch of them, I think, except for the third one. Um, is signed on to be an executive producer. My only worry is their choice of director um, or just because Wes Craven's done all of the movies. It has been a really, you know, he's kind of been a big vision behind it. And unfortunately, shortly after Scream 4 uh, released, you know, he unfortunately passed away. He's been one of my favorite horror directors ever since I got into the horror genre. 
And, um, but anyways, yeah, I'm very excited about it. And I hope that there's more updates soon because my partner is getting very bored across the way. What is your question, my love? Ryan, what got you into scary movies in the first place? What was the underlying moment of time you were like, you just started watching all these scary movies and loving them more than other movies? So here's the thing. I was a very... Does your family like scary movies? My my aunt watched a lot of scary movies. She always she was like it's it's the same thing as riding a roller coaster. You get like a thrill, a rush of like the suspense or from you know seeing crazy stuff happening. Um, so she was always a big proponent. Um, my my one of my nanny's brothers, my uncle, he was a big fan of like the classic slasher. You know you know the main you know faces and guys and characters of horror. Think Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was kind of around growing up and I was a huge scaredy cat. If anyone remembers, thought. oh, I was a big, like big, you hate roller coasters. No, that's not even what I'm talking but about. I'm like saying, I would like, hate being scared. No, but like somebody who like doesn't like stuff like roller coasters, heights, like somebody who has like a lot of fears. Well, typically can't like, okay, but can I, movies. can I explain that though? Is like horror movies are my way to get, kind of get that adrenaline rush without yes. feeling like I need to like pigeon dive through a harness into like a bunch of metal anyways right, I get you know what you, i mean, I get what you mean. um but what it originally was is i was a huge scaredy cat when i was younger um thriller used to make me cry like the michael jackson song they played it on a cd player out of our bathroom window the music video or in the halloween song? not that well i never really watched the music video. i refused Just for a few song. years but hearing the song the vincent price part where he starts like talking and laughing and i was like turn it off i would scream oh my, my mom could tell you stories and then um if anyone remembers the james the giant peach movie that had like the the stop like the stop motion like yes. guys or whatever yes. at the very beginning of the movie where it's still live action um as james's parents are are dying because of like the rhino in the clouds the way they cgi that rhino coming out of the clouds and things got all dark and this thing's like barreling through i was so ter- i couldn't even get past the first That's five minutes of the say. effing movie so what was it what's because i was tired of being afraid all the time and i uh. saw all these other people who were having such a good time watching these movies and would rave about it and there's all these like uh, you know there well, not all these but there's like an, an awful amount uh, amount of acclaimed movies things like that um you know and i would always see people having fun watching them and i was like you know what what am I missing out on, first of all? And also, I don't want to be afraid. Plus, I always liked Halloween. And, you know, I, I did like, you know, ghost stories. There used to be this, like, I can't remember what it was called, but it had some, it was on the OLN network. And it was, like, this Canadian ghost story show. And they would do reenactments and tell the stories and everything. I used to watch this stuff on weekends all the time. Like, I loved all that stuff. I was like, why can't I watch a horror movie? This is ridiculous. So that I finally just, um, my aunt actually like forced me to watch a few on a couple occasions. So that slowly kind of desensitized me. For sure. And then finally I sat down and I watched the first scream and that just kind of like took, took me along. I told myself I was like, one of my, one of my, one of my, because scream's not scary at all. No, well, I mean, it's still a horror movie and it is probably the creepiest out of all of them, but it is supposed to be more of like a satire on the horror genre. Right. Um, which is why it was parried, parodied. By like scary movie a lot. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, it definitely had a bit more like suspense going on and had its scarier moments. Um, and then I told myself, I was like, I'm going to tackle the stuff that looks like really like, you know, scary and, and, and kind of like out there stuff I hadn't watched. So then my next kind of thing to tackle was starting to watch the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. And then I just like fell in love with horror movies. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So it was gradual. You kind of grew a pair and you're like, I can do this. Yeah. You started over, which yep. is kind of what I'm doing right now. Because yeah. you introduced me to Scream, and I was like, that's yeah. not scary at all. Like, yeah. 
This is that. I love it. This I quote shag- it all the this time. Is, this is Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Like this is, you know, this is. Uh, I mean, that's not really how I looked at this it. This is but... Jughead's dad. I'm like, these are people I know. <laughs> Jughead's you know I mean? dad. Jesus Christ. You know, these are people I know, and yeah. uh, I see the. I don't see them as killers. I don't see this like this is funny, and it's not. I'm like, they're gonna get away. It's it's whatever. Okay, well and now then, you're and just then you making it sound. Me- it's actually a good movie. It's a great movie. You're making it sound stupid. It is pretty stupid. I'm not gonna lie. Scream's a good movie. Well done, for its time. Great movie. Okay. Watching it with you, I had a lot of laughs. Yeah, more than I did because scares. I think oh, you shouldn't have watched it with me because like I've seen it so many times that I love it and I see the humor in it everywhere. Yes. And like I quote it. No, I'd rather so like that. I know word for word. So and my thing is is like I think it's a really important movie because it kind of changed the genre around. Things got really stagnant with all like the the slasher movies. Like they made a slasher movie out of everything that they could have and, and nobody gave a shit about horror anymore except for like a few things like Silence of the Lambs and stuff like that. If you guys can't tell, I've done a lot of watching into like the history of horror movies as well. Um, so I could talk about this stuff for days. I'm not going to, but I could. Um, but anyways, so it was kind of a turning point in kind of getting everybody reinterested into the horror genre. So it also has a special place in my heart for that reason as well. Nice. Yeah, no, she could. Uh, can totally attest to it. <laughs> anyways, uh, no, yeah. I love scary movies. I'm getting into them now. Uh, Insidious. One and two were great. Yeah. Kind of got bored of Insidious too. I'm like, kind of expected. And then, but getting into like the actual projection part of that and yeah. like how I'm it's like, really that cool. happened because of this thing. I was it's like, really cool. oh, because yeah. I'm like, yeah. I thought that was the idiots, like the other demon yeah. guys, parasites. Anyways, cool. I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad to hear that story because yeah, because yeah. I mean, I grew up with comedy movies way more with a family of boys. Yeah. So it was like the jackasses, the family guys. And the see, the bench warmers like love them. I watch more That's what like I love. um like dramas and like other not necessarily Dawson's like Creek. Yeah, well, I mean yeah. All of that. I One didn't really Tree Hill. All of them. I actually Name didn't grow them. up watching One Tree Hill. I started oh. watching that later on because of Jamie. But still, you grew up with a lot of that. But I, I did grow up a lot with a lot of that and like other forms of like comedic movies and then like a lot of like serious stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, that was one kind of genre that I was always really terrified of. And I finally said, I think I'm going to like this. So I'm going to suck it up. And turns out now I do. love you it. It's probably one of my it. favorite genres to watch. Worship it. It's good though. Well, my it's thing is, is like a... there's so many... Like there are so many subgenres within it. You could, have there's you, so many options of ways to tell a story. So I was listening to a podcast the other day with Tom Segura and Bobby Lee. Right. And Bobby Lee, t- they talked a lot about um, like Korean movies mm-hmm. and how there's a lot of good like thriller slash like horror Korean movies. Have oh, yeah. you tried Asian, watching some of them? Oh yeah. 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 Um, I, mean, I I don't know how many of them were specifically Korean, but a lot of like. Um, um, Japanese horror as well. Right. I think there's this really good movie that was made in Thailand because it has a lot of kind of the folklore What's around called? that. It's called Shudder. There yeah. was an American remake with Joshua Jackson. Despite the fact that I love Joshua Jackson, do not watch this remake. Put the subtitles on. Mm-hmm. Watch Shudder and its original th- like Thai. Mm-hmm. It is such a good movie. So genuinely creepy. Like it just kind of starts to like get to you. Um, I genuinely love. I I like the different kind of ghost story and like the different level of superstition that's a prevalent in a lot of like Asian horror. Um, it's just a different kind of storytelling, and I find it really fun. Um, I do enjoy watching stuff from other countries because right. it's just kind of a different um, cultural perspective. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of you know. 
um, Canadian and American movies that have, you know, have a lot of um, care put into it now. I think especially in the last couple decades, well, last, yeah, last couple decades, um, there's been quite a few directors and and, and screenwriters and things that have wanted to take things in a different direction. I think we've seen quite more than people want to give credit um, to kind of some new or at least, you know, intriguing um horror stories that have been for sure so well i mean i i completely agree because uh one of our favorite shows dark is classified as a horror in many of the episodes it definitely is it's like a thriller it's but like i don't know when it comes to different like uh cultures of film Mm -hmm. and movie and whatever television you just get writing that's so unique i find that there's a different way you can tell human stories in a horror movie Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily translate to another genre yeah there's some there's so many things about um the human condition and you know how people interact with each other the prejudices the prejudices that we hold and just how much we can like how much we're capable of um that is just you can't there's just a, a special way that horror movies can can tell that story yeah. that you don't see in a lot of places. And I think because of the fact that those sorts of things have always interested me and things that are supernatural have always interested me. And when I say super ma- supernatural, I don't necessarily mean like spooky ghost. I mean like something beyond the natural. Something yes. that is just more extreme than what is you know, occurring. It could be actually just beyond the natural. That's exactly what I mean. But like... Tom Zagira put it really well in the, this podcast I listened to, and mm-hmm. he was like, "You know what sucks? I, which which I feel like I'm getting more into these days mm-hmm. is is how almost every movie, whether it's 100 percent around tomatoes or 50 percent, feels like it's such a blueprint. And there's a blueprint for movies that is introduce the movie, introduce the characters, get a dr- get some drama going, stir the pot a little bit, mm-hmm. get major conflict, get a little yeah. bit of resolution, get more conflict." resolve the entire thing yeah. like you know what i mean and like yeah, that's no, I what, what i, and I, I think... feel like even like insidious one that was all it was insidious two even more so yeah so and i'm here, just like here's the thing about telling stories is no matter what the story is there's gonna be some sort of familiar plot structure because otherwise there's gonna be no like ebb and flow of like build up and and you know resolution or conflict or suspense or whatever there's going to be no framework for that yeah. you're not going to have character development because you're not putting challenges in front of characters or putting them in situations where they're forced to change perspective or grow right no matter what there's got to be formula there otherwise you're not going to get an interesting story but that's what i however that's why I think christopher nolan films though like tenet to give him one is like you're you have no idea what to expect like I, I want to be yeah. surprised in a movie. I want to be like shocked and and then also kind of confused, but obviously not like tenant confused. But like, yeah. I want to be, I want to come out of a movie like that surprised me how it was gonna go. But I feel like I've watched so many movies in the last three months that I'm like, yeah, I could have saw that coming. I mean, yeah, I think, I think for me, I, I kind of just expect those sorts of like formulas to be there. I think for me, it's how the aspects of those formulas are told it's the actual like what sort of are these conflicts legitimate for the character yes are we have they been established enough so that because of the conflict um are we seeing an actual growth or are they reverting back the problem with how these formulas are great if you use them right to tell if by the end of the movie or the or the show like the season or whatever you're not seeing any 
thing different in the behavior, beliefs, values, whatever of a character that we're supposed to be following and see evolve, then what was the point of everything? Yeah. Nothing. And that's why people hate certain stories but, because it doesn't get developed properly. Right. But this is the also the problem with it is like you have great storytelling, story told movies and film and television like Get Out and Us. Mm-hmm incredibly told stories that do not follow this like guideline blueprint it falls in a sense but kind of like a mismatched version of it so let me take you on very well done a very no 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 let me let me kind of so generally a hero's journey is you get introduced to a character yes and and this is kind of the general like protagonist journey throughout a movie Mm -hmm. you get introduced to a character they're living their life whatever um, and then kind of the, you know, it's a slow buildup. You get introduced to them, you know, they're and whatever, they're, what their what's values are, them, but also what's, what's around, around them. them. Exactly. exactly. And then you hit an inciting incident where they're taken to somewhere that is unnatural to them, or they're mm-hmm. put in a situation that is unnatural to them, or something has occurred to them that is throwing all of that off. And then they're put into this unnatural situation and then they slowly have to start, you know, figuring out a way, you know, they're feeling uncomfortable about it. Something's happened to them that they have to, you know, retrieve something, save somebody, come to terms with an issue. Um, And then you finally hit a climax of, you know, maybe progressively more dangerous things have happened. And now they're they're in their like final battle or their final like overcoming um, like peak point and then from there it's a you know depending on how long that you know decline in resolution from the climax is sometimes a shorter or longer depending on the story but you're still then hitting climax has happened all the action and motivation has hit its peak and then the end of the movie comes right now and get out we have our main character. Yes, it follows the same blueprint. It follows the same. I know. Blueprint. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. But again, we're but saying the it's ending, a different kind it's of that, story. It's the climax that I feel like is miss, like you miss it in a lot of movies. Like I'm like, yeah. get the get the climax of Get Out is like you did not expect that, and mm-hmm. also throughout the entire of yeah. of of his the protagonist's yeah. point of view in that yeah. movie. I don't want to spoil it too much because I'm like I you know me. I was confused in that movie. I'm like, I don't know exactly what's going on here. But you knew there was conflict. Like you knew you something, knew there was something ro- off, off the whole time. That's what I'm trying to say. He wasn't in on something. Because I feel like... No, being, I get that. Being, but I'm like, when it comes to, you know, like if I really just hit, like, I, I can't really think of one on top of my head, except uh, Rampage with, like, Drain the Rock Johnson. And that's stupid fucking movie. But it's, oh, my God. But it, that's what I'm saying, though. It's such a bad movie because it falls blueprint to a T. But it's so clear as day what's what's... happening that movie okay but i don't know but that's also like the fast and furious movies it's like oh crew of dudes oh bad guy beat the bad guy oh the bad guy's stronger than you find a way to be stronger than him beat him done yeah and i think you know what i mean and that's the thing is those are some of my guilty pleasure movies except for the first one was actually kind of good i you know whatever um, I think the problem with those as time went on is things kind of got your suspension of disbelief on what was happening to them and and the Deus ex ex girlfriends and car flips well, and no, all that I love, shit. No, I love I love the Fast and Furious movies. I'm not using that as an example of like I hate them. Oh. They follow such a blueprint. I'm saying they do follow that blueprint to a complete exact team. Yeah, they're sure. But like, there's act. They're action movies. Like they just yeah. have explosions and shit. and They make yeah. you exciting. Um, but anyways. We're running out of time here. We are. Um, we're and we're rambling. We can talk about movies stuff. all day long, but I kind of wanted to like to mention that because, um, yeah, I feel like movies. No, it's are, a good point. They definitely are. I feel and like I, I want to. I, I yeah, some movies just really get me these days, and I'm like, yeah. why did I watch that? But like a movie like um, The Gentleman. Yep. 
It has a back oh, and forth. Oh, there was stuff I was not expecting in that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. A little bit more unexpectedness in movies yeah. is what makes me uh, more drawn to That's totally to fair. But that's the thing, though, is it's a new story. Mm-hmm. It's a different take. It's a fresh situation. Um, a familiar layout, but a fresh situation. Or there's, you know, a small tweak to the circumstances. Yeah. So, yeah. I, f- I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a thing. Um, it's always tough. You're never really going to, you know, always be happy with every movie that you watch. That's kind of the point, right? It's different stories being told by different people. It is. You're right. Um, and not everyone's going to understand the stories. Um, but yeah, I just find that um, in horror movies, you can kind of go out of the box a little bit. And yes. yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's just some genuinely amazing. I feel like a lot of and- the horror movies I've seen have not followed that. No, and and what I will say too, a lot, not even just like um, actual like scripting and acting, things like that, some genuinely great like directing and cinematography that comes out of these movies that people don't always think about because they're like, oh, they're horror movies. No, there's some genuinely beautiful, smart, like very cleverly done visually movies that there's all these cues that if you're not paying attention, you're missing exactly. out because they are so great. And that's what Which is why fired I follow, up about I this. follow um, specific movies like to a T with uh, Easter eggs. Like I'm like, I'm looking yeah. for it all the time. Stuff in the background. And I found one in Insidious with yeah. the jigsaw on the chalkboard. Yeah, you did. Like, you pointed that out. Boom. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean some movies like that, like even The Shining, the protagonist turned into the bad guy and like fucks everything up. Doesn't happen too often. Usually, the the protagonist is the guy who stays alive for the rest of the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Anyways, anyways, good conversation. Having a drink. Thanks, guys, for checking yeah. out and hanging out with us this episode. We weren't as tired this episode, guys. Definitely not. But we have drinks this time. That's Definitely true. Gives you a little bit of spunk. Yeah, a little bit of extra energy. Yes. Um, if you enjoy the conversation about movies, please reach out to us on social media. We'd yeah. love to have you on an episode. Or we'll just talk to you. The conversation. Or we'll just even just chat with you outside of it for sure. I could talk about movies for days, guys. Yes. Uh, she's the one who knows her shit. That's for sure. Um, thank you guys again. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. We will catch you guys next week in another fun chit-chat episode. Hopefully... We can get some guests on this season. It, it's, still been, it's still been iffy because virtual guests are kind of tough. Yeah. Um, so stay, stay, stay with us. Yeah. We're, and we're I, and I find with our schedule, sometimes we kind of have to kind of rearrange what our week looks like yeah. for our recording day. When it's just the two of us, it's easier to schedule. It, yeah. But when it's yeah. somebody else, when we have someone, a guest on. It's a little harder. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, we um, send our love and appreciation to all of our fabulous listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Curtis. I've been Ryan. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.